Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Pitch the Podium and also to the Inside Line F1 podcast. I'm sure by now you know exactly who we are. My name is Samal Arora, and I'm joined by Kunal Shah, ex-marketing head of Force India, ex-racing driver, now motorsport consultant for the VS Sport Network in Norway, among other things. Crucial part, this one. But (laughs) having read the title, folks, you know exactly what we are all about today. We are continuing our series of looking at all the Formula One teams and deciding well, if they were a sock, would you buy in, would you hold them, or would you sell them heading into the 2021 Formula One season? We did the first five. Let's begin with the next. Then we start, Kunal, with Red Bull Racing. Now, a lot has changed, and a lot will be changing. Uh, I mean, most notably, Sergio Perez coming in. But the big one, the killer blow could be that at the end of 2021, Honda might be leaving. Not Honda might be. Honda is leaving, you know? Yeah, well... Before we actually get to Red Bull and Honda and, you know, the whole stock tips, two important pieces of uh, two important things to note. First is we are not investment experts. We we (laughs) are doing this for a lot of fun. So, you know, if you go buy a stock after this uh, and it tanks or it grows, well, we've got nothing to do with it. And uh, the second thing is, you know, something I usually never get to do, which is introduce Somil to all of you guys. So Somil uh, to me, is an 18-year-old prodigy in the world of motorsport. He does a lot of motorsport commentary on the iRacing and several other networks. And most importantly, for all our Indian motorsport fans, you would remember him as the host of the Driving Force, which was uh, which is a web series on the popular OTT platform called Hotstar. So yep. I'm very glad that Somil has agreed to, you know join forces on the Inside Line F1 podcast and be the thrusting force for Pits to Podium where you're watching this on video. Thanks, Somal. Uh, really humbled by that, Kunal. But let's move on to Red Bull. And now, again, I remember the last episode we discussed what the exact terminology is before investing. And they apparently say... Uh, Investments are subject to market risks. Please read all scheme-related documents very carefully. There are no scheme-related documents. And it's just a very hypothetical situation of assuming that each team had a stock where you could actually buy in. I mean, it could be there if you're a rich enough person watching this or listening to this. Who knows? Maybe this could be a shot. But Red Bull, Kunal, Red Bull is very much the close company from that perspective. You can't really buy in. But Red Bull have bought in to something very interesting. They've bought in the Honda Powertrain IP. That's going to be coming in from 2022. But Honda said that in 2021, they're going to deliver the best possible engine that they can before departing. Signs of a stock that you should buy? Well, I'm going to list down the parameters which sort of help me make a, make a suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. They have a new engine. They're going to use a 2022 engine in 2021, which, like we spoke for the, for the Alpha Tauri segment, it's going to be interesting to see how 2022 Honda power does against 2021 Mercedes yep. power and you know Ferrari and Renault power, right? So that's going to be the one thing. New driver lineup. Right, uh, their launch was fairly uh, disappointing. They just released two uh, images, two different angles of their RB16B racing car. But you know, people suspect that they've redesigned a fair bit of the rear uh, suspension geometry and the architecture at the back end of the car, which is basically what they are chasing, which is rear end grip and downforce. Something that even Checo Perez, you know, given the limited running he's he's done was quick to point out that there is good front-end bite, right? But uh, should we invest in Red Bull Racing? And 
my strategy would actually be a little different for Red Bull Sommel. Mm-hmm. I would buy now and then decide five or maybe 10 or maybe mid-season if I'm going to sell off the Red Bull stock because that's mm. typically how Red Bull have been in the last couple of seasons, maybe a little more. They start off on a high with a lot of expectations, okay? Uh, of course, uh, they don't start the season on a high usually. They, they start off slow and then get really stronger till the end of, uh, the, season, end of the season, right? But in 2021, they... They are, they are saying they're going to do different. They want to start the season running as fast as they can. They want to take the fight to Mercedes. And, you know, we'll all know pretty soon enough if that's going to happen or not. Yep. And if it doesn't, then mid-season sale is definitely something I would recommend. I mean, it's one thing to take the fight to Mercedes and it's another thing to completely keep it gone for a very long season. And 2021 is going to be incredibly long. Should be fun to see. I think... I think it'll be good to either buy or sell mid-season or just hold on because what's what's the worst Red Bull can do? P2? P2's not bad. That's where they already are. What's the best that can happen? Oh, maybe they'll dethrone Mercedes. Unlikely, yes. But who knows? Maybe they'll just end up delivering as Mercedes. Just take their ball, take their eyes slightly off the ball of 2021 and focus it on 2022. But that's to be seen. But Gunal, uh, we mentioned the engine. How much of an impact will Sergio Perez have? Because if we're going to buy, I think that's going to be one major factor that gets you to buy in, knowing that now you don't have just one competent driver. You have two of them who can potentially challenge for the podiums almost every single race. Yeah, I mean, I was doing some uh, statistics uh, reading and Alexander Albin started just four of the 17 races in 2020 on the front row, right? So, you know, the the bar is a little lower for Checo Perez to sort of uh, (laughs) match, I would say, if you were to consider Gasly and Albon's performances in Red Bull. But I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be the only benchmark for him. His benchmark is going to be Max Verstappen, who, let's remember, is a qualifying monster. He's able to muscle that car into positions that... You know, Valtteri Bottas must be thinking about uh, or or getting nightmares about time and again, just given how powerful <laughs> Max is in qualifying trim. But that said, you know, Checo Perez's uh, primary strength has always been tire management, race management, you know, uh, and, and being open to different strategies coming into race day, right? So different uh, skill sets that Red Bull will have to bank on from both drivers and uh, skill sets, I would say, that haven't been available to them in the mm. last few seasons ever since Daniel Ricciardo left. So, you know, like I said, buy now and then decide by mid-season what to do. And Samuel, one of the reasons why I would even consider a mid-season decision on Red Bull is, you know, if they don't start the season well and if Lewis Hamilton is, you know, deciding to not race any longer in Formula 1, Highly unlikely, but like we said in the Mercedes segment, he doesn't have a contract, so anything could be possible. Maybe Max Verstappen is going to leave the door open for him to join Mercedes. You know, yes, George Russell and all of that. But if that happens, then Red Bull will actually have a a series of discarded drivers, right? Uh, Checo Perez being the senior most non-academy driver. And then one doesn't know what could actually happen to the Red Bull program because they've always banked on brilliant talent. You know, first it was Vettel and then Weber, of course, Vettel being the number one driver. Then it was Ricardo <laughs> and Verstappen and then, you know, Verstappen now. So 
that's also one of the reasons what could happen to the Red Bull lineup mid-season. Will Max Verstappen stay along mm. or will he deflect to Mercedes if the opportunity comes? Exactly. And th- that just opens up a big question. Who is the next Red Bull ace? We have seen really positive signs from Yuki Sinora, Jehan Daruvala, Yuri Vips. I, I said Daruvala wrong. I said it in the British pronunciation. I'm Indian. I'm not supposed to say it that way. <laughs> Jehan Daruvala, that is. But all the other Red Bull drivers, but none of them have shown sparks much like Verstappen or Vettel have. And it's understandable, right? It, they're generational talents. They don't come along very often. But that's a dilemma that they might be facing. That's still on the unlikelier side. But what is going to be more likely, Kunal, is the whole, whole dynamic of having two cars and having them challenge Mercedes. Now, Red Bull predominantly have not been very much of a qualifying-based team since Ricciardo have left. Very much reliant on their race pace and what they can do. Verstappen and Perez, both drivers who favor that style, now, they always miss that missing link in terms of their second driver to put the pressure on Mercedes in terms of strategy. Is it something that's been blown out of proportion by all the experts and analysts and has just become something that has been irrelevant to this day? Or is it really a big thing having two cars pushing the other one on the strategy side? And if so, Perez's impact could be more diverse and more big than you think it is at this stage. I agree, Somil, and I don't think it's actually blown out of proportion because let's assume Red Bull genuinely are in the fight with Mercedes, mm. right? And they they are able to challenge the Mercedes cars a lot more during race day. To have a, a second driver who's you know able to protect Max Verstappen's uh, strategy or even restrict uh, the strategy options for Mercedes's uh, drivers is is a big uh, big opportunity that Red Bull has been waiting for. And I think we saw that in, uh, was it in Abu Dhabi last year when yeah, Alexander yeah. Albin suddenly came alive and, you know, he was able to restrict Mercedes, uh, you know, from playing with Max Verstappen, you know. And uh, if, if Checo Perez is able to consistently do that, I think he's also going to, you know, brighten his chances for getting a renewal uh, for 2022. So lots of ifs and buts, but that's just how Red Bull have been. They are very mm. happy to put everything on the line and, you know, risk all and, uh, you know, seek the rewards if they come and even, you know, go along with the pitfalls that come with it. Exactly. Should be interesting. But the pitfalls is what we should discuss finally before ending the chapter of Red Bull. If you had to pick one factor, Kunal, one thing that could really change your decision on Red Bull in a negative way, which one would it be for you? I think just the uncertainty surrounding the Honda IP being bought in and maybe the long term is something that worries me just a little bit because we've seen it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. But, you know, I suspect that that IP transfer and, uh, you know, the technology transfer is going to be pr- fairly straightforward. And I, I trust Honda and Red Bull to get it right completely. Mm. And uh, to me, I think the the power unit freeze that has sort of come into play from next season is, is definitely a big win for Red Bull Racing. Uh, they literally have no excuses on the power unit front starting uh, literally now. You know, they know what's going to happen till 2025. Yeah. Right. I think, for me, the the big uh, negative, uh, uh, you know, a variable in the whole uh, Red Bull setup could be Max Verstappen, right? He's been waiting mm. for several years for a shot at the world title. They had, of course, hyped up the whole 
could he be the youngest ever formula 1 world champion thing which you know a long you know that that ship has sailed a long ago i mean yeah. you know a year in formula 1 is pretty pretty long ago right if if you were to ask exactly. somebody like a nico hulkenberg right so oh. but yeah so i think you know max verstappen a lot will depend uh, on how red bull are able to give him a car uh, right from pre season testing uh you know how they're able to spend their tokens and how red bull is you know going to turn around and say from being the ones that could challenge we definitely want to be the one team that challenges mercedes so a whole a whole bit in the positioning and posturing of their championship attack will define if max is going to stay out of will or will he be forced to stay and the likes It's an interesting take this maybe sometimes your biggest strength becomes your biggest weakness could that be the case for Red Bull in 2021 we shall see but that folks is our advice for Red Bull perhaps buy a little bit right now what's the worst that could happen make your decision in the mid season and see how it goes that's Red Bull done next up ah this is going to be exciting next up we're going to have Aston Martin but for that we're going to be back after a very short break 